And one big challenge was that people kept on saying, you know, you're saying there's a, a, a plague is spreading here, but you can't produce the bodies and you can't produce any living victims. And one of the reasons for that was, A, that, you know, Chinese were hiding the dead and nobody trusted him in the first place. So they weren't able to, he was never able to convince someone to try to help him provide treatment. And then the second thing was that no one knew why the disease was not spreading as quickly in San Francisco as it had in Hong Kong. Uh, later, a doctor who was part of the U.S. Public Health Service who's working on it, they discovered through this that plague is spread by fleas on rats. And the f- predominant flea in San Francisco is, diff- is a different species than predominant flea in Hong Kong. So when the fleas in San Francisco would bite an infected rat and then would bite a person, they would inject less of the plague bacterium into a person's bloodstream than the equivalent flea in Hong Kong would. And that small difference is all that prevented the disease from spreading as rapidly in San Francisco as it did in Asia. Wow. So things are in crisis in every dimension, but then this Rupert Blue gentleman shows up. Who is he and how does that change things? So Rupert Blue was uh, another U.S. Public Health Service officer um, but whereas Kenyon was thought of you know, as this brilliant person, Blue barely graduated medical school. He wasn't thought of as a genius by anybody. Um, his talent really was just that he was a really nice person. You know, he, he was really affable and he could get along with people very well. He comes to San Francisco and he knows that Kenyon is right, that plague is there, and that this is incredibly dangerous. Um, and he's trying to find a way to solve the problem in a way that Kenyon would, had failed to. And perhaps because Blue was, you know, never never had the same trust in himself and his intellect as Kenyon did, he's willing to try many things. You know, whereas Kenyon always kept his laboratory in, in Angel Island and was physically and, and socially isolated from Chinatown, Blue opens up his laboratory in Chinatown itself. Uh, mm. He hires Chinese Americans to work as translators on his team and and pays them the equivalent the same that we would pay anybody else, which was a radical idea. And he starts working on the kind of social bonds that Kenyon never paid any attention to. Um, he starts, you know, walking Chinatown and, and meeting with people and trying 